I am Beth Clarity Lewis, a licensed psychotherapist. You are listening to my family therapy group, Verve Well, and this is our podcast, This Won't Be Done by Five, which gives a nod to the ongoing process that is the human condition. Flip through our episodes where we look through the lens of our personal lives to explore scholastic therapeutic topics. Get to know me and my staff through our honest disclosures and our willingness to own our own accomplishments and our fails, all for the sake of our craft, for our desire to offer helpful resources, and our overarching mission to serve and to let no one ever feel alone. Find everything VerbWell, including this podcast, at verbwell.org. This is Beth Lewis, and you are listening to Verve Wells' podcast, This Won't Be Done by Five, which gives a nod to the human condition, the ongoing process that is the human condition. We're going to talk a little bit today. I have the entire Verve Wells staff with me today. I'm really um, jazzed that all seven of us could be in the same room with microphones, with record being pushed so that we can talk about some um, topics that uh, we have opinions about. Um, This first one today, we're going to discuss social media and what role it plays in our lives. And I'm aware that some of us do not use social media. So if it's not in our life, then why not? And what do we get out of it? What do we put into it? How much weight do we give it, if any? Who wants to start talking about their use of social media? I think the younger people should. The younger. Nice, uh, Shaney. Thank you. Okay. Hey, Jason here. Go, Um, Jason. (laughs) So I don't... I don't really use a lot of social media. Most of my use for social media is um, lurking and viewing people <laughs> and as they post their daily lives, kind of to keep up with some people from like high school and college. But um, yeah, I just, I don't think I ever had put a value on posting my own life on social media much. Um, you know what's funny, Jason, is that when earlier on when I was doing Verve Well social media, I would tag your wife in the posts because I knew that she would share yeah. the posts because you wouldn't be on social media much. Yeah. So, so I kind of knew and that. she would share it. those posts and I think she would sometimes even post things on LinkedIn for on my behalf because nice. she has a good network on there. So, <laughs> And she's not even a social media person. So um, that was really cool for her to do, I think, just supporting me. But that has been a hard part of the job as making an online presence and Something that's not the most fun. Yeah, we kind of require it a little bit. And and it's just, you know, for social media, I'll jump in a little on on social media. I don't like it. If I had my way, I would be off of it. But I'm of a generation that just, I didn't grow up with it. It wasn't something that was readily used. And so now I look at it as kind of a a task. Like it's a job that has to be done Mm -hmm. to get my product out there or my therapy group out there to to promote each of you or to promote myself and what we do. And so I, if I had my way, I would not at all look at it though I find myself looking at it regularly Mm -hmm. which is the is the confusion for me because I don't like it yet I scroll and scroll and scroll mindlessly and time just goes by so there's always stuff to look at there's always stuff to look at and it's crap like who I don't care what the person down the street has been doing with their family for the last three days like why does that why do I find myself diving in and reading these posts like it's just it's so voyeuristic. It's bizarre. I feel like for me, 
I have a love-hate relationship with it. Overall, I don't really enjoy it so much because mm -hmm. I feel like it is, it feels voyeuristic mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, stalkery. Feels. I'll go ahead and say stalker. Um, this is Alyssa. I actually, I run our social media, which is I, a little ironic, maybe hypocritical, because I have a craving to go back to the 90s and have an answering machine. Yes. And a pager, and I want to break up with my iPhone. Same but, here. Um, so I like posting for our social media because I get to create this really fun, cool content. And then personally, I kind of will post here and there, like Shaney, to archive. But then I kind of feel a little cringy sometimes. But at least I don't use like hashtag blessed. Yeah. <laughs> on anything. I don't use hashtags on my personal account. And if you do use hashtag blessed, we know a couple of good therapists. That you can <laughs> well, you too. speaking of the word cringy, um, I was actually about to use that. I'm in recovery for um, being a cringy social media poster. Uh, this is Ashley, by the way. Um, I don't get on social media much anymore, um, I think because I'm mentally in a better spot. And if you look back um, through my photos, when I was not in the best spot, I was looking for a lot of attention on Instagram. Um, and it's pretty, pretty cringy. I mean, it's not that bad, but for me it is. Yeah, when you look at yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there was a bunch of hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll, this is Heather. I'll piggyback off what Ashley was saying is um, I am also a, uh, I'm a stalker on there. I take, I don't know. I, you, I, we like the word lurker. I do sort of want to know what everyone's doing. I don't know why, but, um, I, and I, but I will say I personally, I really only use social media to like brag on my children. Mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, you know, like, cause I think they're awesome. And I like that. They're the only ones I post anything about on there. Right. Um, and, and I also have a love hate relationship with it because I know it's very important as a, someone trying to grow a business these, you know, you have to have a presence there. And so that's definitely a huge learning curve for me. Cause I, I just flat out, there are things I don't know how to logistically do. So that's a bit confusing. So that's again, a love hate with that as well. Well, yeah, now I can't keep up with the young kids. Like, I don't know what oh, these words kids. mean yeah, anymore. I'm having to have clients keep me young, <laughs> teach me the lingo. Well, there, there's even, like, trends to posting. So everything mm -hmm. used to be on the grid. And now I'm noticing, like, everything's on a story or, or something yeah. like that. Like, you'll look at somebody's account, they have six photos. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, what's going on? But uh, they always have a story, a yeah. running story going on. Mm -hmm. Oh, and what the new kids, or the new kids, the young kids, mm -hmm. they're, they'll repost their friends' posts. Like, they won't be in the, the story, but they will post their friends' picture. Mm -hmm. Like to get more likes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Me either. It's kind of weird. And I don't want to. Like yeah. I just, it all kind of just makes me do the biggest eye roll. I know. Like I'm a sixth grader all over again. She's like, what the hell? Stop but it. I, I think kind of the difference though, when you have a passion and a project that you really love and sure. like a creativity and like a outpouring, I think that that's really great. And then something that... I think for in the creative space is when you're posting and creatively like post for yourself mm -hmm. post because you like it or yeah. whatever it is that you're sharing your content your photography pottery whatever it is not to necessarily post for likes because mm -hmm. if we're posting for likes is that really true mm -hmm. and authentic 
to ourselves. It's not. But posting because we've made something and we're proud of it. And that's the only validation that we need, I think, is is cool. And if it inspires somebody else, that's awesome too. What do you think as therapists have you in your in your clients or anything, have you noticed social media being problematic for clients? And if so, like what age group are you talking about? Or, or is it not? Is it, is it not problematic? Um, I feel like I've, I feel like the experience I've seen is that I've watched social media create this um, compare and contrast thing that was happening so regularly for a handful of my clients, just kind of at this, but it was compare and contrast on the regu- on the on a daily basis, on an hourly basis. Just, and I feel like if I were to every hour of my day check in and think, gosh, how do I measure up next to Ashley? How do I measure up next to Alyssa? How do I measure up next to Jason? I feel like if that were this constant thing, I think that that would beat me up. Um, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Do you, what are your thoughts on that? I think uh, it depends. I think the younger people, the younger clients tend to have more of that, more of the um, comparison issues and the, the feeling lesser than or but yet the older crowds like us, mm-hmm. we, we don't, we're not as immersed in it as mm-hmm. they are. You know? Yeah, I oh. Go ahead. I would say um, the ones that I see that it affects the most would be mid-20s to late-20s, especially if they're single, mm-hmm. um, because they're seeing everybody in this you know, happy relationship doing all the things that they want to do, and they're stuck in a world where they're either working or you know, they feel a little lonely and um, separate from social groups, so they look and see what everybody else is doing, and um, it really negatively impacts them. And I feel like it's such an inaccurate glance at what everyone else is doing, because I feel like in one picture or in one 30 seconds of a video, anyone can present as though their world is fucking fabulous and, and, and without flaw, but when that's not necessarily true. And so then we're going in and comparing ourselves to something that isn't even accurate. You know, we can, I know that on the flip side of this, or um, I've had clients who are, you know, in sessions and, um, and things aren't, think there's a lot of issues going on and like any of us can have. And their posts on social media suggest that life is really okay and life is good. So of course we're not airing our dirty laundry we don't want to read that, but at the same time, are we giving an accurate glimpse of ourselves in a quick little snapshot? I just feel like that's we're comparing ourselves to lots of inaccuracies. Mm-hmm. Well, on the contrary, um, there's another weird thing going on um, where if you're not posting, it comes across as something's wrong. Um, Like I didn't post a whole bunch of pictures from my wedding and I had people asking if we were okay. (laughs) And I'm like, this is so wild just because I'm not posting. Now Mm -hmm. it's, um, there's something that must be wrong. Mm -hmm. And then something else I've noticed though is I feel like there's a category of people who post perfect, a category of people who have this hybrid relationship with social media. And then there's this other category of like, I don't know, like, they're always kind of posting about the negative that's happening in yeah, their life. Yeah. 
it's either it's or Twitter. it's very kind of like <laughs> <laughs> or now now x right yeah, my bad sorry um right. it's kind of either or so we our social media accounts can almost be one dimensional mm-hmm. and it doesn't represent all of the degrees of mm-hmm. our lives but right. i wonder if that's a protection thing so with working with teenagers <laughs> one of the things that i've noticed is uh, it it, it it appears that it can be much more of an ad, almost an addictive behavior, um, and I hear things referenced from the clients as well as their parents that it's it's almost like they physically cannot put the phone down. Like it's mm-hmm. like we can't function mm-hmm. without the mm-hmm. phone and this constant connection. Yeah. Um, so that's been an interesting dynamic to try to problem solve that, mm-hmm. find solutions for what replaces that need for that constant connection. Well, and is that an, I don't even know if that's age as much as no. it's just people who, I mean, I find myself wildly connected to my phone and, and not, not like in a, it's just, I'm always aware of, I know where it is. I'm looking at it. I'll get up in the middle of the night. If I'm going to the bathroom, I get back and I'm looking at my phone, just glancing. Not always. It's not like I'm, oh gosh, I'm certainly, I am not checking likes and all of that that actually isn't even on my radar but just looking at my phone looking at various apps it may not even be social media so it's just that use of the phone and the 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 value we have collectively and as a culture given our phones is is pretty significant i know what i was going to say i came back to consciousness oh good thank you (laughs) come back shaney was um that when one of the reasons I think maybe we can't enjoy it as much as other people can is that I noticed I noticed certain behaviors on social media. You can kind of tell what people are using the the format for attention seeking and it or when it feels authentic and when it, when it doesn't. And for me personally, it just it it bothers me. So there's always a a check and recheck of am I doing that or. You know, it it causes more of a pause in the uh, decision making on whether to post or not. Sure. Does sure. that does anybody but then else that, deal that's with that? Even, that's another. That's a compare and contrast. Yeah. I mean, that's us again going in and comparing and contrasting to what what we're seeing. I find that I I guess I just find that element alone that compare and contrast thing as interesting. I don't know if it's problematic. I don't know if it's, it's just new, uh, new in the, I guess what I'm saying before social media in my life, because I am one of the people that grew up in a time with, without it well into my late twenties. Um, there was not an ongoing compare and contrast in my life. I wasn't walking around comparing and contrasting. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I feel like that's, um, that's an interesting element of it is there's this ongoing comparison and contrast. And, you know, I want to ask Blake, because I know that you're kind of, I feel like, I mean, I don't want to use the phrase off the grid because that's dramatic, but you conscientiously do not use social media, am I correct? He he has a burner Twitter. I have a burner Twitter account. Oh. Unidentifiable online. Nice, nice. Can we all be cool like Blake? Well, and and the and why I'm shining a light on you is that Blake is 25, and so he's uh, of an age where that's that is unusual to be so removed from it. Is this called? Is this the same thing as a beard Twitter? 
I don't know. I don't know what that is. A beard Twitter would like, make sense. Uh, is that a fake account? Like a beard? Oh, uh, I just have it just so I can get news and stay up to date on you know current events. Gotcha. Yeah, but I got off social media whenever I realized the compare and contrast thing, and I didn't think that my followers or my uh, follower to following ratio reflected my value. Nice. And I found myself going into that space a lot where I was like, why don't I have more followers? Or why is my ratio off? And But what I think it really is happening with social media is it's become a quantifiable version of human status. And human status is this thing that we all strive for because status, evolutionary speaking, meant that we had access to more resources so our offspring and us ourselves are more likely to survive. And I think what's depressing about social media or can be is uh, whenever we feel like we're not, our worth isn't reflected um, how we think it should be. That, that is so perfectly said. And that's exactly where I was going with that compare and contrast. It's so bizarre. And I like that you said it's quantifiable mm -hmm. through, through a phone is telling us or through this data, mm -hmm. that's what's telling us our value. Mm -hmm. And then that flows into what I was talking about. Is that showing up in mental health? Is that showing up in our emotional well-being? Blake, I'm so glad that you chimed in because I was about to start talking about a mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you so much for listening to VerbWell today. Talk about social media. Um, please keep listening. You can find everything VerbWell at VerbWell.org.